0: allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26 at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive.
1: live the life you truly want experience the jenna effect i'm vincent jenna psychic therapist medium and spiritual teacher become unstoppable learn the secret that's holding you back welcome everybody to the jenna effect i am your psychic therapist medium spiritual teacher and author of the secret that's holding you back And this is our podcast, my podcast, The Jenna Effect. And we are, as you can tell by my background, in Thanksgiving month. So for any of you that are not in the United States, you still need to listen because this is an important message here today. We're talking about thankfulness and gratitude and what they really are. You know, what's so interesting is we go our lives just accepting things, accepting terms, accepting labels, accepting societal norms, just going along, you know, copesthetically, most of the time anyway, and just take things on and own things even if we don't understand the true meaning of them, even if we don't truly pay attention to the meaning of those labels and those norms, we just accept them. And that's what I wanted to talk about today in reference to thanksgiving, gratitude, and gratefulness, and what they really are. So here's what really captured my curiosity about the understanding of being thankful and grateful. All of a sudden in the new thought movement and ever since The Secret came out and she wrote a new book after that, which is about the magic of gratitude. And everybody started going out and getting gratitude journals and writing 30 days of different reasons to be grateful and all the things you're grateful for. And people did that worldwide. There are gratitude journals being sold online right now, all different kinds of gratitude journals. And what's really interesting is that I speculate and not only speculate, but I can prove that most people have no idea what being grateful and thankful is all about. No, because we weren't taught the right reasons for gratitude and thankfulness we were all taught the wrong reasons to be thankful so it's not automatically understood as to why we should be thankful and grateful a matter of fact it is even said in those gratitude books that the more grateful you are about the things that you have in your life, the more you bring things in, the more you attract into your life. And that's all well and good if it really works and if you're really grateful for the right things. So that's what I wanna talk about today. And I will put myself out there and say that most people are not thankful for the right things. And miss out completely on what they should be thankful for. That most people, and maybe including you, don't even know the meaning of the word thankful. Or the meaning of the word gratitude. Because here's what's really funny. So I did this. I did this test. I went out and I started speaking with people. And I was asking them a simple question. What is the meaning of thankfulness to you. What does thankfulness mean to you? And they said, well, to be grateful for something. Okay, fair. Then what does grateful mean to you? What is the meaning of being grateful? Well, it means to appreciate something. Okay, okay. So what does it mean, then, to appreciate something? Well, it means to be thankful for what you have or for something. (laughs) Like, okay, we got a problem here. In order to define thankfulness, we're not using definitions. We're using synonyms, words that mean the exact same thing. Gratitude, thankfulness, appreciation, all work hand in hand, and the reason why is because they mean the exact same thing. So I ask then, even you listening, what does thankfulness, gratefulness, and appreciation mean? To appreciate something. How are we taught? Let's let's start from the beginning. How were we taught to be thankful for something? Now, behind us, we got that picture, right? And we see where Thanksgiving comes from, right? The history actually is, if you don't know, is when the pilgrims arrived here, the natives that were living here actually helped them establish themselves with growing different foods. We didn't know the land here. We didn't know what to grow and what was, it was capable of fostering and growing so the Indians were able to help us and so in gratitude for what they did for them they made a feast at their first harvest which is in the fall most of the food that they were growing were fall related vegetables and foods and so they did that they invited the major Indian folk over the chief his family over and they shared their goodies with them as a way of being thankful. And then we marked that day as a day in the United States history that we would celebrate the same thing, thankfulness. Well, so maybe thankfulness has to do with um, getting something. Well, yeah, but think of the way that you were taught when you were a little kid. Right When you were a little kid, every time you asked for something and somebody gave it to you, you were told by your mom, by your dad, say thank you. And we said thank you. And anytime somebody said something nice to you or complimented you, you were told, say thank you. Thank you. So you were taught to say thank you without even knowing why. why, because it was a thing to do because it was polite. It's polite to say thank you. OK, when somebody does something nice for you, it's a polite thing to say. It's a respectful word. Thankful. You be thankful. But that's not the only way that we were taught thankfulness. What well, are other ways that you can remember early on in your childhood? I know I remember dinner times and sitting down and having a plate full of food, some of which I really liked, other stuff that I absolutely hated, like vegetables at that time. But hearing my mother say, you eat all of that now, Vinny." And you should be thankful you've got that food because there are so many other people that don't have it. So you should be thankful. But thankfulness actually came from a long time ago, long time ago. And the concept and an actual norm developed out of being thankful to the gods, to the gods, to the God of fire, to the God of thunder and lightning and rain, to all these different gods. But in the beginning, it was be thankful for the gods and to the gods so that they don't harm you, harm you. And be thankful for what they give you, because if you're not, if you're not, you may not get any more. a matter of fact, we have to show our appreciation. There's our that word, appreciation, going along with thankfulness. And we're going to show our appreciation by sacrificing something that we like to the gods. We sacrifice some cultures, a lot of cultures, sacrificed animals, lambs, goats, one Of something that meant something to them. I'm going to give up. Matter of fact, the earliest sacrifice that was asked for, that was written in the Bible, was Abraham's son, Isaac. Sacrifice your son to me if you believe in me. And that's not what any of that meant. But that is where we began our concepts of thankfulness, is so that we're not harmed because we were afraid not to be thankful. And that got passed down from generation to generation to generation. Oh, another way of saying that is count your blessings. Count your blessings. Be thankful for all the blessings you have, right? Be thankful that you have that food. Be thankful you have a home. Be thankful you even have a mommy and daddy that love you and that are taking care of you. So. Being grateful and thankful started to get this connotation about it that wasn't so pleasant, but it seemed to be an absolute need because if you weren't thankful, you were going to lose out. You were going to miss something. If you're not thankful, it's going to go away. Even the idea that they have associated thankfulness and gratitude with the idea of receiving more if you're grateful. So I guess that means if I don't practice gratitude, I'm not going to manifest more. Hmm. I wonder if that's what was really meant to be taught to people. So thankfulness has this suggestion that comes with it of lack there's not enough to go around and as long as you have something man oh man oh man you should be thankful for that because others don't have it or 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 i like this one. Oh my goodness did you see what happened to our neighbors oh his house burnt down and now he has nothing look at what happened during that, that hurricane that hit Fort myer and wiped out so much. Ah, oh, ah, oh, I'm so grateful that we don't live there. I'm so thankful of all my belongings that I haven't lost any of them. And so we wind up becoming thankful that no harm has been done to us, which is what we were thankful for thousands of years ago. No harm come to us. But is that what thankfulness and gratitude and appreciation it's what it's supposed to mean or even to appreciate your possessions and what you've gained in life because if you're not you may lose it and maybe you don't have a lot. Maybe this year you lost some things. You lost your job. You lost some money. You lost your home. Well There, if you ever look at Facebook and you look at some of those social postings around this time of year, there's always somebody who writes something to the effect of, while you're appreciating all the wonderful stuff that you have in your life, remember those who have nothing and nothing to be thankful for. Holy cow. Holy cow. We're now having people tell us that there are people out there who have nothing, nothing. Really? Do they have nothing? They're alive and they're breathing, but they have nothing. They have most of their wits about them. I'm not talking about the outliers who may have some mental pathologies. I'm talking about the normal average person who maybe went through crises, who maybe lost a lot. Believe me, I deal with those people all the time. I understand what lack is. I understand what loss is. Lost their mother, lost their father, lost their partner, all in one year lost their job, lost their pets. I understand that. I've not been through it myself, but absolutely, as a social worker, as a counselor, uh, and and being empathetic of people's plights, I understand how it can hurt, even though I've not felt it myself. But to say they have nothing to be thankful for is wrong. It's wrong. It's bad. It also makes and puts guilt on others for what they do have. Just remember that. You're lucky, you're fortunate, you have all those wonderful things, you have a beautiful home that you just moved into. That's what people say to me all the time, you're so fortunate, you have a beautiful home that you just moved into. I am not fortunate. I'm also not lucky. And I'll tell you what I am thankful for in a little bit. So thankfulness and gratitude has evolved not necessarily out of something positive and strong and wonderful and beautiful, but of something that is a law of some kind, a need, the proper thing to do. A matter of fact, there are some children and some people that are punitized and punished and being told You ungrateful person, you. You ungrateful person. I gave you all my love. I gave you all my friendship. I gave you all of whatever. I gave you a brand new car. And look at the way you act. You're so ungrateful. What happened to unconditional, too? That word doesn't go hand in hand with thankful. Because it seems that whether something is given to you unconditionally or not, you're still supposed to say thank you. It was a wonderful story about my daughter when she was born. She was absolutely gorgeous baby girl. Um, and that that's not just a doting father. Everybody said it. She had long hair and bangs down past her eyebrows. On the day she was born, she came out that way. Hair below her ears. The nurses in the nursery used to put berets and bows in her hair, sticking up because they could. They thought it was the most adorable thing for an infant. The other parents who had their own babies used to stand around the nursery looking at our daughter with the berets in her hair and going, Oh my God, look at that beautiful little girl. She's so beautiful. Well, that stayed with her throughout her life and through her youth. No matter what person was sitting next to us, walked past her while we were in a stroller. She was in a stroller. We're pushing her. People would walk past. They would always stop, look at her, and go, Oh my gosh, what a beautiful little girl you are. What a beautiful little girl. Right. And when she became older and learned how to speak, she was so adorable because people would come up to her and say, Do you know you're such a beautiful little girl? And she would turn around and say, I know. And it was the cutest thing. Her mother and I used to laugh at that. You know, most of my my, uh, siblings and uh, my in-laws, they'd laugh at that. They thought that that was so cute. You know, that went on for a really long time. And so she used to say, I know. And then... When she started to understand more, her mother and I never, never impeded that at all. We thought that that was absolutely fabulous, that she appreciated that people said that she was beautiful. When she was understanding more what beauty is, well, beauty has something to do with me and the way I look and who I am. And so um, there was something we told her to do for a very special reason. And I'm going to come back to this story after this part of my talk to share what that reason was. Okay? We taught her to say thank you when somebody says, you're so beautiful. And so here we are, no matter where we are, we're in the mall, we're at a baseball game and the people next to us, sitting next to us, they're looking at us and looking at her with a little baseball cap on and she had hair all the way down to the top of her buttocks. By the time she was two and three years old, it was beautiful. And the people next to us would turn around and say, oh my gosh, you are such a beautiful little girl. And she now would say, I know, thank you. Yes, it was adorable, it was wonderful, we always smiled. And of course, my mother stopped that because one day we were walking in the mall, my mother was visiting from out of town and she was with us and so was our daughter, my wife and I, my daughter and my mom. And as always happens, this one woman walked right past us as she was looking at a stop, turned around, came back and had to go up to my daughter and say, listen, I just have to tell you that you are just one beautiful young lady. And she was about eight or nine years old. Okay. You're beautiful. And she said, I know. Thank you. And after the woman walked away, my mother grabbed her by the arm, pulled her aside and said, Oh, Kimberly, don't say that. Don't say I know. It's not nice. It doesn't sound right. Just say thank you. Because that's polite. That's what my mother told her. And no matter what, I oh, oh I was fuming. That's so was my wife. No matter what my wife and I try to explain to my daughter about Nana. My daughter never said I know again after she got complimented about how beautiful she was. Not until she became older. Now she can appreciate it more. Ah, there's that word appreciate. Gee, I wonder what that really means. Appreciate. So you see, my major point is most people don't even know how to define what thankfulness means without saying appreciate and without saying to be grateful for, what do they all mean? Why do we say it? Why? And people don't give it any thought. And this Thanksgiving here in the United States, which is coming up, hopefully this podcast comes out before Thanksgiving comes up, otherwise it'll be after Thanksgiving just happened, But why do we have Thanksgiving? What should we be sitting around the table being thankful for? Being alive? Oh, I'm so fortunate to be alive. The, uh, The alternative is death. Well, you know what? That's not an alternative because we don't die. If you are a spiritual being and you're trying to follow a spiritual path, then there's no reason to be thankful that you're alive physically because you'll never die anyway. Do you want to be thankful for being alive in the physical world instead of the spiritual world? I don't know about that either. Have you been looking around here how it is in the physical world lately? I don't know if I'd be more grateful on the other side at this point. But why are we thankful for any of that? Why are we thankful for our health? Oh, boy, thank God. Thank God I didn't suffer this year, not like last year. I mean, last year I had coronavirus. This year, boy, I just got out over that. Oh, my God. Thank God. Thank you, God, for my health. We go around the table. Thank you for my parents. We ask everybody, why don't you say um, what you're thankful for this year? And everybody tries to promote that and say a grace or say something. And you go around the table and you hear, oh, I'm thankful, thankful I got a raise this year, thankful I got a raise this year. I'm so thankful for my mommy and daddy. That's usually what the kids say. And they almost feel obliged to say that because what happens if they didn't? And I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. You have to be thankful for having a mom and dad. They gave birth to you. It's it's automatic that you have a mom and dad. They should be acting like a mom and dad. But what is the gratitude part for? Why do we have to say thank you for that? Why do we have to say there is a religion? My wife comes from a Jewish background. And it's so funny because she's reformed. She doesn't go to temple all the time, not unless it's a holiday, not unless one of the relative's kids is having a bar mitzvah or a batz mitzvah. And so we've gone to those. And we've sat in a service for two hours listening to the rabbis they'll read... The kid winds up reading from the Torah. But then listening to the rabbis the rest of the time is saying thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you god. Thank you god for this. Thank you god for that. Thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you. Thank you god. Thank you to the angels. Thank you god. Thank you thank you thank you. Thank you thank you thank you and thank you. And now we're ready to leave and thank everybody for coming. And thank you, God, for uh, having this place that we can come to. Thank you for the temple. Thank you. Oh, my God. I think God wanted to vomit from all the thank yous, because I know I certainly would. If my children were sitting there saying, Thank you, Dad. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you. Like, I would just stop already because nobody understands the meaning of it. They're just saying it and saying it all for the wrong reason. Thank you for life. You know what? If you think about this for a moment, God should be thanking us. Well, maybe not everybody, but the whole reason... Why the God source created life and us and souls was so that it would not have to be alone. It could share its knowledge, its wisdom, its love with someone else. That's what made it. That was part of its intelligence, knowing that as one, it was one thing, but as many, it could be so much more. And we're part of that many. So we're fulfilling God's dream. Shouldn't then, based on our definition, God be thankful to us for fulfilling God's dream? Think about that for a moment. Shouldn't your parents stay Thank you to us for bringing them happiness. (gasps) Oops, I'm sneaking in some hints here about gratitude and thankfulness. Stay with me. Right on the other side of this message, we'll talk about what to be grateful and thankful for. Be right back.
0: Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for elevating your life script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26 at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash
1: thrive. Well, thankfulness, gratitude, appreciation, what it really means what not to be thankful for and what to be thankful for. All right. So, Vincent, what the heck does thankfulness mean? And why should we or need to be thankful for anything? What are you thanking them? What happened? I'm showing a scene of a pilgrim. It's a a painting or drawing of the pilgrims and the Indians at their first Thanksgiving celebration. That's what I'm showing for those of you who are just listening to this podcast. And they're celebrating, sharing food, right? And there's a smile on the woman's face as she's sharing food that she made with the Indians. And the Indians are smiling back at the people. Why? What is... thanks giving thanks giving giving thanks that's what Thanksgiving is supposed to mean I guess they like the sound of Thanksgiving rather than giving thanks as the name of the celebration but it means the same thing and it goes both ways giving thanks And thanks in the giving. Why? Why? Because you're being grateful and thankful for the joy you have experienced and received. The joy. The pleasure. Because thankful and being thankful and saying thank you is to return joy back to the person who had the joy of giving and doing something for you. Thank you. I told my daughter, it makes you feel good when somebody says you're beautiful, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Well then make them feel good by saying thank you in return that's the purpose of it that is the whole reason why we should be thankful is to return joy back to what you received and who gave it to you yes that's right you say thank you to god To give God joy, not because you're so grateful that it created you. Oh, my gosh, I would be nothing without you. I am lonely. I am homely. I am nothing. I am no less than a speck of sand here, no worthier than that. That's baloney. We're divine beings. We're incredible beings. And we're not fortunate in that. That's how we were made. We were made divinely. We were made divinely, and that divinity within us gives us joy as to who I am. And because of that, because of having been created, because of being connected to a source, to a power, to the law of attraction, I can create more joy in my life. Thank you. Thank you for the joy opportunities you gave me. Thank you, mom, for cooking dinner for us, because I know it gave you joy to do that for us. And now I want to give you joy back by acknowledging how good that made me feel. Do you see the difference? It's how good you are made to feel is the reason why you should be thankful and grateful for how good you feel, the joy you have. Not the items you have, but the house brings me joy because of all the people that I can have in it, the comfort it brings me. I am thankful for the joy in my life. I feel good. You see, the word thankful, gratitude, and appreciation are not emotions. They're not emotions. They're adjectives. So, and they're synonyms for each other. So it can evoke an emotion. And what emotion does it and should it evoke is joy. I appreciate the joy, the happiness, the wonderment, the awe that I'm feeling, the bliss that I'm feeling. That's what I'm thankful for. And here's the important part that everybody misses out on except me because I'm arrogant enough to realize one of the most important things to be thankful for. My choices. That's right. My choices attracted joy into my life. My choices attracted a beautiful woman into my life that the two of us together made beautiful family. My choices helped me to create my career and my dreams, my choices. I did, I'm not fortunate. They didn't just happen to me. I'm not lucky. I didn't stumble across it. I created my life and I am joyful and thankful for how I did that. I was tormented as a kid, and I am joyful and thankful that I made the choice to love rather than to hate. I am thankful that I learned how to use God's power. God did nothing for me this year. Nothing that it didn't do from the beginning of my existence. It did it from the beginning and then was left in my hands the rest of the time. I am grateful that I had learned how and worked enough to be able to use that force in the way it needs to be used for myself, for my family, and for the rest of the world in the work that I do. I did that. God did not do that. And I want to say thank you to God... To give him and it, or she and and it, the joy of having made the choice to create me. That's right. That's why I say thank you to God. Not because of what, what God gave me, but because I want to share back with God the same joy that he shared with me. It's different. It's different than be grateful for the food that's on your table because other people don't have that food. No, I'm grateful that it made you feel good to take the time to do that. Now, sometimes it doesn't make you feel good and you feel like it's all work. Well, then I don't necessarily have to be grateful About you doing that because it's not bringing you joy and me saying thank you is certainly not going to bring you any more joy so saying thank you returns the joy for the joy you received for the joy you received that's why in my picture here the woman who's serving the food to the indians And then taking pleasure in sharing that, she's smiling. And they're saying, thank you. And the woman is saying, oh, but thank you for helping us. Because of your help, I'm able to make that. And when somebody wants to help you, doesn't that make you feel good? And doesn't it make you feel good to help somebody? That's why you say thank you. To bring that joy back. To acknowledge the joy you received. Blessings. I've had so many blessings in my life. There is nothing but a blessing about life. You don't have to count them. Don't even bother. You can't count that high. You don't have enough hands and and feet to count that high because everything about life is a blessing. So when you say I have to count my blessings, you're suggesting that they are limited, that there's maybe only a few, and maybe this year you have a few less than last year. No, you don't. You have never lost a blessing. A house is not a blessing. The ability to live is a blessing, rather than in a house, a hut, a tent, on a sidewalk, in the park. Living is a blessing that you are choosing and that you're taking advantage of. The house is just a means by which we decided to live. That itself is not a blessing. Food is not a blessing. It's a norm. It's here. Do the animals have to have Thanksgiving? Do they sit around and say thank you? Now, they only hunt and kill for specific reasons, but I don't ever see them thanking their kill. Not like the Indians used to do with the water buffalo, they used to thank it, they used to praise it, they used to honor it. Well, because they wanted to show that they were appreciative and joyful to that animal for being tasty and good, to be able to supply them with needs, and they made use, but it was really the Indians who made use of that in their ingenuity in their in their intuitiveness they knew exactly what to do with the water buffalo with a buffalo or any animal and its hide because intuition told them that so so we're from the very beginning we're kind of always thinking of ourselves as these lowly beings and so grateful for animals and The sun and the moon and the stars and the water, holy crap, we created all of this. The god source created all of that for us already. I think we thanked it thousands of years ago for that. We're messing it up. But that's not what we should be grateful for. It's the choices that we make that we should be grateful for the good ones, and the ability to learn if we make lower choices. We should be grateful for that of ourselves. And when somebody else in their lives wants to share themselves with us, we say thank you back to give them the joy that they just gave us by sharing themselves. And even if it's situationally, and even if it's my health, you know what? If I'm going to be thankful this year for my health and vitality, it's because I did something for it. Thank me. Thank you, Vincent, for taking care of yourself this year because you you had very little sickness. You were doing great. Thank you for that. Rather than thank you, God, for my health, God had nothing to do with you being healthy or sick this year or last year or the year before that. And neither did the angels. God, we want to take everything outside of ourselves because Lord knows you'll be condemned if you sound like me or you're arrogant. You're arrogant. You should be thanking God for everything. It does not want our and my appreciation. It wants joy from us. That's what makes it joyful. That's what makes it joyful. We have children to experience the joy of watching them create their own lives. That's what makes God joyful, watching us create our own lives, not turning to it all the time every time we need something and thinking that we need God in order to create something. We don't need God anymore. We don't, because it already established everything for us. It established the law of attraction out there for us to tap into and, and get things out of. It's not fortune, it's not good luck, and it's not God. We have to do it. Us. I'm putting all the responsibility on us and that's what we should be thankful and grateful for is when we make those choices and learn how to do that and when we do the work. Am I thankful for the direction that my book is going in? I am thankful that I had the inspiration and that I allowed that inspiration to come in, to put down in words that helped people. I am extremely grateful that I allowed that process to happen because it is affecting people in a very positive way. Thank me for being able to write that book that has helped thousands of people already. Thank me. Yes. And God, while you're watching, I hope you experience the joy that you have given me. And because I want you to feel good about that, thank you. Thank you. You did a good thing by creating me and by creating my brothers and sisters. Now, you want to see stuff return to you? Be thankful like that this year and see what happens. Don't be thankful because you thought you were fortunate this year or a little bit more fortunate than last year or didn't suffer as much as your neighbor, or you did years before. Don't be thankful for that. Don't be thankful because your boss gave you a job. Don't be thankful because your parents put clothes on your back, or food on the table and shelter over your head. That's actually part of their responsibility, not yours. But if you want to be thankful for the joy that they brought you, and the love in watching you grow up, then thank them. Thank you, mom and dad, because you brought joy into my life and I feel good by you caring the way you care. And I want you to feel good knowing you did that. So thank you. I want you to feel good knowing you did something good. Thank you, because that makes you feel good. Thankfulness, gratitude, and appreciation invoke positive feelings when they're used the right way. And for all of those of you who think you have nothing, you have the most important gift of all, you, your soul, your life, your thoughts. There, I just said more things that you should be grateful for. And with that, you can create the life you want and no longer choose to believe the life you think you don't have and be grateful for the life you do have. And you haven't lost anybody. They're here. They're here with you in a different way, maybe not physically. And you haven't lost your finances, you just don't see them. But they're there too. Abundance is there for everyone. You just have to remember how to bring it back into this physical world. Yes, you've had hurts. Yes, you've had suffering. But be thankful for how you've dealt with it and the person you are in spite of the pain, if you've chosen a good way, there are those people who go through that kind of torment and become very negative, nasty, and lash out at the rest of the world and their brothers and sisters. But you don't have to choose that. And if you choose a higher way and a higher road and a higher consciousness, then be thankful for that. Because that's you making that choice. And the God source, the angels, loved ones, the ascended masters, Anybody on the other side in the spirit kingdom, no matter what you want to call it or name you have for it, they're all there rooting and on your side the entire way, reinforcing and trying to remind you, you are magnificent, you are divine. And there is no need to be thankful for that, but be thankful to share the joy that you yourself can feel and that you yourself have created. Share that with others because that makes them feel good and worthy and thankful. So to all of my friends and family who listen to me out there, I thank you because you've given me great joy for listening. You make my words and my work valid. And you give me reason to continue doing my work and you give me great joy in allowing me to do my work. So thank you. I want you to know you are causing me joy. That's why I'm saying thank you. So be thankful for the right things this year. Be thankful mostly for the choices you are making and the choices you can still make and the opportunities you have to manifest and create all that you want and desire. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And God bless each and every one of you. Bye-bye for now. This is Vincent Jenna from The Jenna Effect. Take care.